welcome, welcome. Not Man Enough Podcast. What's up? We're all here. We're what a all, miracle. Yeah, we're all together. We had to we had to really work to get to this point. <laughs> yep. yeah. Um Yeah, I'm just gonna just I'm just gonna listen to this for a while. It's it's just it's, it's so good. It's it is, good. It is. Yeah. I'm glad we changed up the uh intro. Yeah. Music too. It's beautiful, really. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. Especially since I started finding our old <laughs> intro music in other content. So yeah. yeah, no, that's not good. We're gonna sue them. Really what it does <laughs> if, if free use music, suing you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. It really makes it me first. wish I was born in the eighties. That's what it that's what that you intro should does wish to me. that. Everyone oh, should wish that. You're yeah. right. You're right. Yeah, I wish I was 40 right <laughs> it's now. Like, That's what I wish. I wish oh, I was yeah. 40. I wish right I now. was middle-aged. <laughs> oh, that'd be the life. <laughs> <laughs> I, you might get a Corvette. You never know. Hey. Hey, um, yeah, so we're uh, before we move into the subject matter, which is going to be a little more serious, um, but anyway, um, yeah, I wanted to actually put out um, a uh, just – get it out there that we actually have a uh, voicemail set up now and we're testing it Mm. out. It's something kind of new. You got to do it through a website and stuff, but we're just testing it out to see how to work out and what we want on. um, We'll make posts about it as well. Yeah. So we'll post about it and stuff, but the voicemail, what we're trying to do is get suggestions for, we 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 will play whatever voicemail you leave if if it's good content that is appropriate. Um, we will play it on our podcast, and we will either comment on it. Like if you have suggestions for, is it manly? We can actually yep. do a, call them in. We'll play your audio. Yes, is is it manly? And you leave the audio uh, for it. We we will take is it manly from the audience. Um, we want to do that. Also, we want to use it for more serious things. If, if you have like a prayer request or something or a question that you would like us to answer, m- maybe we can't answer it, but maybe we can direct you somewhere that will be helpful, something and, like and that. Just, to, just as a disclaimer, too, if you send in a prayer request, I'm not saying we're going to air your prayer request on the show, no, but if you no, just no, want to no, know no. that other guys are praying for you, send it in. We'll listen to yeah, it. We'll pray that's, for you. That's the point I'm making. We're not... We will not play your prayer request on. But but seriously, podcast. but 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 we it's will like answer. Really deep. We will answer some of your questions. Yes, we will. We will play. Uh, uh, maybe some segment, uh, suggestions and uh, you know all that good stuff. And, and, so. and in other words, if you have suggestions, if there is something that you would like for us to answer, even on the show itself, and you're okay with that, and you want to ask a question, that would be great. We don't mind. Maybe we'll do an episode where we just answer questions. Like maybe you have. Just questions you want to ask. Fine. Um, anyway, so so uh, I think that that would be nice and interactive. It would be fun for the uh, the fans and uh, the fans. Like, we have great fans. <laughs> the fans. <laughs> we, we actually do have a fan in the room. Yeah, we do. We have, uh, like, Me? yeah, like, no, like we're so, No. <laughs> Yep. I meant <laughs> listeners, not fans. I'm not, <laughs> that's, that's, I uh, meant to say listeners. Sorry. The, um, uh, uh, website. <laughs> okay, so it's a website. Um, all right, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and ask. Did I say something already? No, <laughs> I'm no, ask no. Every I'm time. About, like, okay. I was saying okay. I'm the fan in the room. So, I was like, okay, is this an edit already? Um, yeah, so, um, all right, so it's going to be, like, I, I didn't create the name of the website that we're doing it through. It's just what it is. Uh, um, 
where uh, if you go to this website, you'll be able to leave the voicemail and you just hit record and it'll ask to use your microphone on your phone or on your computer or whatever, and it'll let you do it. So it's going to be on uh, speakpipe.com slash um, not, not man, man enough. Yep, not man enough. Just not man enough. So, not, not podcast, not man enough. So, yep. I know. Speak it, pipe, kind of like a peace pipe, but it's speak instead of peace at the beginning is it a peace pipe where you smoke marijuana or something yep yeah that's it's okay though it's fantastic quote yep um <laughs> it's just helping you out if you were you know yeah um if you have questions about marijuana you can send them <laughs> okay yeah send them to uh, trinity I'll, I'll be honest with you i couldn't answer those yeah. um but the uh <laughs> So oh, it, yeah, okay. Okay, so <laughs> I'm just kidding. So no, it's good. But we're trying to. Th- this is a. Uh, it's it's something that we just set up to see if it's going to work, and then we'll move on to something better if people are actually leaving voicemails. If, yeah. It, before we committed to something. Yeah. Make sure when you better, record, it's going to ask you after it hits send. You got to hit send for us to be able to get it. it. Yes, that, and also you can also put your name. Or you cannot put your name. It doesn't matter. So, like, if you want, like, you can either say your name in the actual recording or you could actually, there's a place to type it in. Anyway, all that being said, I feel like that's out of the way. Um, we look forward to hearing from y'all if, if y'all so choose. Um, also, um, I think there was something else I wanted to say, but I don't know what it was. So, yes, it wasn't that important. Yes, yeah, it wasn't that important. We're okay. in it. So, the subject matter today is one that I'll be honest with you. It's taken me a while to get to because it has to be taken seriously. I mean, not that, not that the other subjects we've hit on doesn't have to, but this one particularly seems to be uh, more, it's heavy. And um, anyway, that, that being said, um, here's what I kind of want to uh, first let's line this out okay so first off uh, there's there is a an idea out there of how to attack this particular sin that i want to kind of have us think through and 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 the example i want to give is like you had people like in the early centuries of christianity um that would separate themselves out in caves or whatever like they would take themselves away from the world and separate themselves and the whole idea was if they could separate themselves from the world enough that they could conquer sin, like they could be holy and they could be more righteous and all these things. And, and so they would literally, you know, cut themselves off from whatever possible and just eat minimal food and everything like that. And the idea was, is that they could, they could live a more holy life and they could conquer sin that way. I want to challenge that in, in the subject matter that we're going to go to. And I want you to hear me clearly because you could take it out of context and you could think I'm saying something that I'm not. And that's, we just want to attack a certain viewpoint. That's all. And, and actually there's a, there's a lot of things we're going to comment on, but particularly, okay. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about uh, pornography, people who are addicted to pornography, um, who struggle with it. Um, real Christian brothers in Christ that, um, that struggle in it and, and, Anyway, I want you to have that in your mind that 
we're going to speak on the what's the actual cure. Is the cure the fact that you can separate yourself from every TV screen, every phone, and everything? Is that the solution to the sin? Is that the cure or is it not? Um, and obviously, we're going to argue that that's not the cure, although those things are potentially good. Like, I'm not saying don't do those things. I'm not saying don't separate, don't, don't try to keep yourself away from those things, but that's not the cure. Okay. And so what, what I want to battle against is the faith of, of having faith in that process of trying to separate yourself out from things of the world versus having faith in who Christ is Mm -hmm. and the promises we have in him. So that just kind of setting it out are we in agreement with that or do y'all want to add to that really quick before we move on or? Yeah, that's great. I, I was, I just turned to, I just remo- was reminded when you were talking about the monasticism and stuff like that yes. of Galatians chapter three, whenever, and really this is what it comes down to is, is so in, in chapter three, starting in verse one, Paul says, Oh, foolish Galatians who has bewitched you. It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly portrayed as crucified. Let me ask you only this. Did you receive the Spirit by works of the law or by hearing with faith? Are, and, here, and here's the big thing, which ties into the monasticism and stuff like that. He says in verse 3, Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, are you now being perfected by the flesh? Yeah. And that's really what it comes down yes. to. It's like we can't we can't kill sin we can't kill the flesh we can't wage this war by fighting flesh with flesh yes it's through the spirit it's not by trying to separate ourselves on out out from the world in the sense of where we're going into caves like monks right and you know because sin follows us it clings to us it's It's, part of who like who are what our flesh is not who we are now right now we are in christ right and you're so have the spirit you're so right in that um First of all, it's just, and well, and we're about to get into this. We will. It's unrealistic to say, I'll just cut everything out. You literally would have to go live in a cave. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not. And, well, even, then, and, and you, even if you, you could, yeah. your heart still desires yes. those things. Exactly. Well, that's, that's actually my first point. There's, there's two people that we want to speak to here. And there's two people that... Um, that might be listening that struggle with uh, pornography. And, and the two people that I would say that we're, we're trying to speak to here, and the first person is maybe they've struggled with uh, pornography for so long or maybe they just never thought of it correctly and they don't see the severity of it. They don't see the sin as it actually is and they make excuses. Right. And they're like, well, it's just not that bad. It's not like I'm actually committing adultery and so it's not that bad. And so it's better than that, right? And so they try to qualify it. They try to to make light of it. Um, and, and we're going to do away with that myth because it is a big deal. And I'm not trying to discourage anyone. Every sin is a big deal. Like, <laughs> we're not, we are not coming from a high and mighty stance here. We're, we're saying all sin is a big deal, but let's not let's not sugarcoat this thing and make it, well, it's not as bad as other people. No, it you know, it, it is a terrible yeah. thing to, to reiterate what you're saying about us not being high and mighty. Let's start off with saying our goal is to come out, out, um, to come at this with humility. Uh, every guy at this table is a red blooded male. 
um, who has had many of the same struggles in, in varying degrees. Um, so we're not saying, uh, oh, 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 just be like, that's not what we're saying at all. Um, so we're, we're hoping to encourage those who are struggling and also to snap the people who don't see the severity of the sin, like you were saying, yeah. trying to snap snap those people out of it. And we've got passages of scripture for that, but I'll let you continue before. Well, I yeah. So the, the thing is, is there's two people that we want to deal with. Um, that's the first person. We, um, they're not, they don't see the severity of it. But then the second person is someone who realizes the severity of it. And they're truly seeking to put it to death and they seem to have no victory in it and they're discouraged. And we want to speak to that person. As a matter of fact, after we deal with the, with maybe the viewpoint of the first person, I hope that they view it more correctly to where the rest of this uh, conversation will speak to them also, obviously, um, to both. But um, anyway, so what, what do y'all think about the person that makes light of it? Um, if there's a person out there saying, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like, right, um, it's, it's not, what would y'all say in response to that? What, what would you do to, to maybe correct that notion? Well, I think it's just, a, I mean, the ultimate is it's a low view of God. It's a low view of yeah. God's holiness. It's a low view of, of even your own depravity. And the law. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's, this is baseline gospel is yeah. you read the law and it condemns you. And yeah. you realize this is speaking about me. You don't read yourself into the text of I'm David, I'm Moses. No, you're, you're Israel. What? You're the failure. Yeah. And that's what, no. and you need Christ. Well, and yeah. a, you know, pornography is one of those things that you can convince yourself. I'm not hurting anybody else. Yeah. That's what yeah. I was going to talk you're, about. You're, you're like, no one knows, especially if you're unmarried, I'm not married. So I, it's not hurting them. I'm not committing adultery. Um, but we can get into what Jesus says about, about that. Uh, do you want me to go ahead and read it or anybody else want to say, I was just going to add to that if you don't mind before you go 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 in that. And and the fact of, if someone claims, you know, it's not hurting anybody, you know, no one's seeing it. It's just, it's just me doing it. Well, for one, that's wrong because God sees it. He sees all things, but two, and, and you're grieving the spirit when we sin. We do this every time. So that's one thing. But look, our, our motivation for obedience is out of love for our brothers and sisters. Right. Like yeah. God doesn't need our obedience. Our brothers and sisters need that's our right. obedience. Absolutely. And that's, that's the yeah. purpose of sanctification. And here's what I was going to tack on to what you were talking about is that whenever we say that it doesn't affect anyone else, well, clearly you're not thinking it all the way through. Because it absolutely right. does. Because 100%. what affects you and pornography does affect you will affect how you are to others. And so if pornography is affecting yeah. you to, in a sense to where you, your eyes are off Christ, now you're in sin, it's muddled, you're not, you're not seeing him clearly, you're not going to be able to minister and do your duty yeah. as a member of the body of Christ to minister to other people properly. Right. And this is any sin. So we can't say yeah. that no sin has no effect right. on anyone else, even well, if it's it also, private. especially in pornography, it even, the real, uh, to, to a, okay, so it's the fact that you're sinning against your brother and sister in Christ. Yes, you are, because 
even in like your thought processes, how you think of women. That's right. It's completely skewed. Absolutely. Oh, um, it's, 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 it's horrible what as, it does. As objects. It, it, you, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It reprograms you to think of them not as just objects, but like, um, they are meant to do this. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, it's like, and, yeah. and, and like, if it, if, it even sets it, up false expectations, if you're, if you're an unmarried yeah. man, it's, it sets up false expectations for your future wife if you do get married. Well, expectations that, are that aren't even godly. I mean, not and it's godly. Like, and, yes. Yeah. I mean, and and those it, things it destroys and, your view of what sex is and what marriage is. Yes. And what yeah. women are. Yeah. And does. and I mean, look, we're look. I mean, we, we anybody who's ever you know dealt with pornography knows it skews your view of humanity altogether, men and women, right? Yeah. And and it. It does, and it does harm. It does great harm. And so let's... I'd like to say... Go ahead. One more thing. Just I'm, I'm, I want to hit every aspect of this that we can uh, in the sense of how it hurts others, just so it... Again, if there's someone listening who's not realizing the severity, it snaps them out of it. It's also just a good reminder for any guy to think on, honestly, is things like pornography. It's not like it's just the, that one sin it cascades into other things. It cascades. It's going to produce a heart of unthankfulness because you're just going to want more and more because honestly, it it's comes true. from covetousness. You're wanting what you don't have. So you're so if you're married, you're wanting something more. So you're looking at that. And if you're if you're not married, you're wanting something again that you don't have. So you're you're looking elsewhere. You're coveting, and then it goes there. It produces a heart of unthankfulness, and and then you're at you're at church next Sunday. Uh, where you're supposed to be serving your brothers and sisters in Christ and having uh, encouraging uh, Christ in our conversations and serving your brothers and sisters in that way. And instead you're consumed with unthankfulness, you're consumed with lust and you're consumed with all these other things that are on yeah. your mind. It, it just cascades yeah. into so many it, other different it things. It does. Yeah. I mean, it comes yeah. from it, so many. And, and even from the secular point, like you look at all these the science. Uh, yeah, I was going to say the science yeah. behind it of how... The science says. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But in general. Literally, like, it, it go, does, actually. Watch videos. Yeah. And I was just listening to a video this week of a guy walking through and a guy who was actually in the industry was... I mean, he made pornography films and he was talking about... Now he's a Christian and he was just talking about the like horrific stuff that goes on behind the scenes and it gives you a little more light to even like going back to where you're saying like it doesn't harm anyone. Well, you're also forgetting about the, the people. Yeah, it's yeah. actual people. It's not. And, you're supporting and all, it yeah. by watching it. You're supporting it by watching if, it. If nobody watched it, there wouldn't be <clears> any wouldn't be an industry <laughs> reason for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And anyway, it, um, it, it's there's there's a lot of evidence behind all of that though that it reshapes how you think. It, I mean, you obviously get addicted. Anyone who claims they're not addicted to it, it's just yeah, you're just lying to yourself. So. But, Here's here's where I want to go with this, and that's all great points, and it's driving home what I really wanted to drive home is, okay, we have to see it for what it is. We have to see it for the sin that it is and the, and the severity that it is. Um, that's key because where we start as Christians is in confession to the Lord of our sin. And so we must confess our sins fully, that even the desire behind pornography, even the very heart behind it, that goes back to like, you could separate yourself in a cave, but you, you're still stuck with the desire of your heart, the, the sin that's inside your heart. And so that's what I'm trying to say is if you do not see the fullness of the sin, you're not confessing it to the Lord. 
that's the starting point of any victory over sin, right? Is you have to confess it to the Lord. Um, and confession isn't like God already knows what you've done. That's right. The purpose of it is really for us. It's for yes. us and our wills to be in agreement with God's will. That's right. And to say, Lord, I've sinned and I agree it's wrong. I need your yeah. help. I need you to heal me. That's and right. like what you're saying, that is the starting point because if we don't agree with God and what he has said, we're not going to re we're not going to receive the healing we need because we are against God. We that's, are not That's we're, right. We're yeah. not no, that's that's a great point. I mean, 1 John 1, 9, a very popular verse, rightfully so. I mean, it's great. If we confess our skin, our sins, wow, that was. Uh, <laughs> I have skin. <laughs> Lord, I have skin. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh, it's thin. Yeah, okay. It's so thin. Yeah. I need thick skin. Let's, let's try again. Let's right. try again. Go okay. ahead. If Sorry. we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Look at what you're missing out on if you're not confessing. Yeah. If it, you have to get you have to see the heart of it in everything. That it's not it's not just the act of looking at pornography that's the sin itself. It's the desire. It's everything that's entrapped in your heart and your flesh that still is warring against you that that is what we confess. And just as Sam said, we we have to be in agreement with God that we think the way that you think about this sin. And here's the thing: is if you don't see a problem with sin, how are you going to call out for healing for it? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you 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 can't. I mean, because you're not agreeing that it's even sin. You're making excuses. Um, and it's so like, it's like a guy that has a broken arm and is like, no, I, you know, I, it's fine. I, you know, yeah. it's it's fine. It's not broken. Right. And it's like he's not going to get it fixed and he's put not back go into to the hospital, place. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and so you know, in, in James, we kind of have the same thing. Is like, well, you know, and one of the arguments that someone might have is like, well, God hasn't taken the desire from me, and so if He didn't want me to do it, He would take the desire from me. Uh, let, let's go to James. James says, you know, in one thirteen. Um, let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his what? Own desire. Then desire, when it is conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Okay, so this is where we're getting at here is it goes to a heart issue. It's not just... Right. If you're just confessing the fact, oh, God, I'm sorry, I, I just looked at something on the computer. No, it's deeper than that. We have to confess it's a hard issue. In the deepest parts of my heart, I'm desiring to do this. Somewhere, like in my flesh, I'm desiring to do this, and I'm, I'm giving into it. In all your flesh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so, and so that, yeah, that's... That that's what I'm saying here, and so let's let's put that forward. That confession of the sin, the acknowledgement of of the depth of the sin. I, I think depth is a good word for it yeah, because it's not yeah. just it's just not something that you commit with your eyes. It's not just something that you commit outside of yourself. It's something that starts. I, that's in why you. I think I like the the terminology that the Bible uses of the heart. I think that's exactly what yeah. it's getting at depth because it's not. I mean, your heart's deep inside of your body. It's not like, he's not talking about your physical, like, you know, 
you know, the, the, the muscle in your body that's pumping blood throughout your body. He's, he's getting at your, your inner being. I mean, essentially, um, it's not just a a act with the physical body of like, I'm, I'm doing something with my eyes. I'm doing something. No, no, no. It's deep inside of, 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 of who you are in your nature. You're desiring something that is wicked and evil. And there needs to be a change in that desire. And that, that goes back to the Sermon on the Mount, which I think that you had you had yep. pulled up. But on the Sermon of the Mount, that's what Jesus gets to. You see, yeah, the does. Pharisees, the Jews, the cultural Jews at that right. time, they thought that the law was just some external thing that needed to be Absolutely. obeyed. And if yeah. they did it externally, then they were good with God. But what Jesus points out on the Sermon on the Mount, and this goes back also to law-gospel distinction and the importance of seeing the law as it truly is, is that it reaches all the way to the heart. Yeah. It's not just an external thing. Like if you're clean on the outside, then you're all good with God. No, it's like your heart is depraved. Right. Our hearts are depraved. And if our hearts aren't made clean through the blood of Jesus Christ, through the one who truly did obey perfectly, then you know, we're lost. Yes. We're under the wrath of God. Yeah. And so that's what Jesus gets to is what we were saying is that it's a hard issue, which I think you got yeah. Trinity. Yeah. I don't know if y'all, do you want me to read the whole thing? Just that portion? I'm never going to argue about too much scripture. Cool, let's do it. <laughs> You've heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than, uh, than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better for you that you would lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell. So he gets at it. It's, it's not just, again, well, I haven't actually committed adultery. Right. He goes deeper than that. He says, if you've even looked on a woman with lust, not that you might commit adultery, not you're in danger of committing adultery in your heart. He says, you've already, it's already happened. Yeah. You've already done it in your heart. The, you've already broken the law. Yes. It's already happened. Past tense. It's, it's, yes. No, it's, that's it, the severity it, of what we're dealing it, with. It's a great point, and 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 here's where I think that people would probably use that that text and say what we said earlier is wrong. Then he's like, see, Jesus is clearly saying, you know, pluck out your eye, cut off your arm, and and see, you're saying don't separate yourself or whatever. No, we're not saying don't separate yourself from those things. We're just saying it's not the cure. Jesus here is not saying that that's the cure. Anyone could pluck out their eye and cut off their arm and still be absolutely full of sin. The the point that Jesus is making is it's better that you would do that. He's showing the severity of your sins. Exactly. The the reaction you're supposed to have is, I'm in trouble. What in the world? Like, I can't, <laughs> who, who can? I can't yeah. do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus, Jesus is like, not giving you a one, two, three step to conquer and sin. He's, he's, he's telling you what kind of trouble you're in. I mean, that's the point here. Yeah. That's why um, I always, I always, oh, in, I had to put, and I kind of, I kind of laugh at the videos where you, where you see these like videos pop up of like, you know, simple steps to defeat pornography addiction and things yeah. like that. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, you know, there is no simple step 
to predict if I don't click on that video and the first thing he says is, well, you should be fully relying on Christ. You know, it's like, then there, yeah. then you're, you're just wasting here's, your time to a point here. Here, here's, here's, yeah, here's the point we're making. You can put all the blocks on your phone. You can yeah. get rid of every device that you can. You can do all of these things. You can get your accountability partner. All these things I'm not saying do not do. No, do not mishear me. But what I am saying is that's not going to cure it. Yeah. That is no, not, not the cure. And so yeah. let's let's get our focus off those things. Because here, here's the issue that I have. And here's where I'm getting at. Is, is we see that as the cure. And our faith is in those things. Yeah. In those external things. That's where our faith is. Instead of our faith being in the fact that Christ has given us all things and he has he has given us victory he has given us victory over sin and now we can live in that newness of life that we have in christ and that's that right there is is where our victory is stop looking to these other things that you think that if you can just separate yourself you can just do this that that's the cure and that's how you're going to conquer it no 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 you only conquer it through christ to use an to use an analogy it would be like if your legs were blown off in an explosion and you slapped a Band-Aid on it. It's completely and wholly and utterly insufficient yeah. to stop the bleeding. Yeah, and, it, and it's, it won't happen. Oh, you, well, it's just to go back to the Sermon on the Mount. Like it's totally, it goes totally against what he was talking about and about lust, about you've committed adultery in your heart because his point there. <laughs> It, it's totally, it, it just misses the point because he's speaking of like covenant works language here. Yeah. Like this is law language. Yes. And he even says like hell is in the balance. He says, for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body goes into hell. Yeah. So it's like, if you're, if you're doing that and you're relying on that, it shows self-righteousness and that you're trusting in yourself right. to do this, that you're, you've put yourself under a covenant of works That's true. to obey in order to appease God. Right. And doing that, you'll, you'll never be able to do that. Where it starts is faith in Christ. You know, him and what he's done, that he's fulfilled the covenant of works. He's fulfilled the law where we failed. And it's starting there that we find victory, that we find cleansing of our sin and freedom from sin is in what he's done and to look away from us and our ability to keep the law because we absolutely can't. No, that's that's a great point. That actually leads into our next. This is a way lesser point, but I was just thinking of this. When that text was written to none of the things we talk about existed. Like yeah. you didn't have pornography. No. You didn't have right. phones. You didn't have, so <laughs> yeah. when he's saying cut off your arm or like talking yeah. about lust, he's talking about actual heart issue of lust of just lusting after a woman. It's not. And yeah. I mean, that relates to all what we're talking about, but I'm saying it's not like, Oh, well if I just get rid of this item, it's going to solve the problem. No, the problem is back to what we just keep saying. It's the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not saying don't be practical. Or no, that be, is not yeah, an argument. I'm sure yeah. we'll get at, into some point of practicality and application, potentially. I don't know if, if we're going to go down that road. Well, that 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 will uh, it'll. Here's the thing: is there's no, there's not a process. Though. There's not a process that cures that. That's a one, two, three yeah. step victory over. I mean, I will over say pornography. This, that's ex, do, that's external. This is going to yeah. sound right? kind of brash, but don't be stupid. Exactly. Yeah. No, no. That's like, exactly what well, we're yeah, Jonathan. Yeah, so yeah. Proverbs. Yeah. Um, 
what is it? Proverbs seven. seven? Yeah. Proverbs seven. Seven. Yeah. So, you know, it talks about the, the young man that like, don't walk next to the prostitutes. Exactly, yeah. Don't put yourself in that situation. She's going to lure you yeah. in. Why would you do that? And so there is a practicality. We don't want to do away with that, yeah. but that's not the cure. No, it's just yeah. Con- yeah. like that. Part, that's common well, sense. It's common sense. Yeah. Like yes. what we talked about the other day. And, it's just common know. sense. So it's not. Don't a be, pri- yeah, don't keep, be prideful yeah. and think keep you're yourself than, from yeah. it. While having, here's here's the thing, and all your striving that you do in your Christian walk, every single bit of striving that you could possibly do has to be done in faith of who Christ is, not who you are, and and what he has done for you and not what you're going to do. It has to be Christ. Like, if, if I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to do these steps to, no, no, no. Like, if, if, if it's just all on me, but it's not through faith in Christ and what he's going to accomplish, then that is wrong. That's, that's sin. I mean, I, I don't mind saying that's sinful. Like anything that's not a faith is sin. And when I'm looking yeah. to myself, that's not a faith. Yeah. And so that's what we're getting at here. I, I mean, maybe y'all disagree with me. I, I don't Absolutely. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why yeah. I'm on okay, this podcast. So, so that, 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 that brings us to the next point. Well, quick thing before we go to the next, I had one quote I wanted to say. Go for it. So this is from a book called A Portrait of God. And it's talking about the, I thought of it when you were talking about God sees everything you do. And it says, um, it's talking about God's omniscience. It says, or may we refrain from a sin because it's presence of a fellow man, perhaps a child. Thus we show greater honor to a child's knowledge than to God's. Sin committed in secret is doubly evil for they are against God's law as well as against his omniscience. Yeah. So that was just the last point I That's had really on the, good. Yeah. No, that is good. Yeah. It's really telling of the severity. That's what I was saying. Sin. Just hammer home the right. severity of like you, yeah. there is no secret sin. Right. <laughs> there is no <laughs> right. secret sin. Yeah. And the sins against God that he sees are worse than the sins. Yeah. Like he the was sins saying against, against fellow man. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so that, that, that brings me to my next step. Okay, so everybody's in trouble with this, right? Like, because it's a hard issue. It's, it's, we must confess that it goes down to our very heart that it's not the fact that we just do it externally, but we actually desire to even do it. Like, the, the desire that's even there is the sin, right? And it's the fact that our heart even wants to do it. And so we confess these things to, to, to God, and we, and we ask to be, and, and he has promised that he'll forgive us of, a sins, of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So let's speak about the promises we have in Christ. And in those promises, particularly our new identity we have in Christ. And here's what I want to get at. There is no such thing as a Christian who identifies as a liar, as a thief. In other words, uh, th- this whole concept of like, uh, okay, a common example is there's a, there's a movement that, uh, you know, some people say, well, I'm a homosexual Christian. I just don't practice it. And I'm like, yeah, no, you're not. That's not your identity. That's impossible. Yeah. And so it, it would be like the same thing of like saying, well, I'm a, a pornography addict Christian. Like, yeah. no, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. That's not your identity if you're in Christ. Yeah. And so that's what I kind of want to speak to. If, yeah, I'm sure we have several passages. On uh, that. Man, I've got... There's I've a got lot of so them. many that yeah. I got to sort through yeah, like the you Bible. May, you may <laughs> like, like, yeah. Anyway, but like you may, you may struggle with homosexuality. You that's may right. struggle yes. with pornography, but that is not who you are. That's and not you, your identity. And that's what Paul talks about in Romans six, when he says, 
consider yourselves as yes. what's he what's he say? Consider yourselves free from sin. Consider yourselves as being in the spirit. Yeah, as what as were some of you. As, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. that's no. yes. Romans thirteen has a great passage on it too. Um, do you want me to wait? Wait. Keep. You want to set it up more? No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so then, let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. So you're in Christ. Put put on Christ. Is the, is the command is look to Christ. It's putting on, remembering his his righteousness, his sacrifice, and putting that on. Like I'm almost imagine when it when it says that putting on, it, like a, like it's a a robe. Yeah, you know, how we've heard it described in many hymns, like his robes for. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his robes for mine. It's a it's a it's a it's a great hymn. It is a uh, new singing uh, segment with <laughs> Matt Jones. With Matt Jones. <laughs> but but it, and it and it feeds, it feeds well into. Um, to Romans six, where it's you know, yeah, Romans, yeah, yeah. 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 So Romans right. six, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna read quite a bit, but I I think it just it tackles so much of what we're trying to say, and it it gives us such great. <laughs> 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 yeah. Sorry, so that all sorry yeah, I'm being you, distracting. When, yeah. We got to get a camera in here eventually, so y'all yeah, see. That would be not in here. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, where is here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wouldn't be like uh, people are like this is how y'all record, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we make do with what we have. We we may or may not have to record in my sister's room. That's why we're saying that. <laughs> so you know, it's very manly. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, we we record. We're like we're like uh, podcast hobos. We're podcast nomads. We just yeah. Move. We just move Wait, wherever just travel wherever we have a a place. Like we're that's gypsies. that's like oh yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> Next time we might be like on a park bench, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like just, um, anyways, yeah. yeah. Back to Romans. <laughs> yeah, sorry, slight <laughs> yeah. detour. But Thanks back. for that. Um, no, so uh, you know, Paul's making all these like you know arguments, right? And so uh, let's let's start in Romans six. Uh, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? No. By no means. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. You got it right. How can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, um, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him, in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ has been, we know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So, this is key right here. This is what we're saying. So, you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. 
And he says, let no, let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been bought, brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you since you are not under law, but under grace. Yeah. I mean, he goes on and on for like three chapters of this, right? Yeah, right. And so, yeah, let, let's just speak to that. I mean, you know, the, the, the thing is, is you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ. Our identity is in Christ, right? Let's, let's just, y'all go for it. Let's speak to that. Yeah, we, we walk according to the new nature we've been given. Yeah. You know, we consider ourselves not as people in the flesh, not as homosexual Christians or pornography addicted Christians, but as Christians that's in right. Christ. Thank and you. that's our yes. that's our that's our new identity. So we we consider ourselves dead to the sin nature. We are no longer that. We are in Christ. We have the spirit within us. Yes. And now we who is we? We are our new nature in Christ that that desires holiness, that desires to obey, that has been renewed and regenerated and that that's who we are. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah, you're not meant to sit there and go, "Oh, poor me the the porn addict um and just kind of sit there and wallow in it it's it's consider and believe yourself to be in other words yeah dead to sin you don't live for that anymore it's not it's not uh you are no longer identified in that way you're 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 not living for that um your life purpose isn't to, to feed the flesh anymore. You are now, uh, you now have the Holy Spirit. You have the mind of Christ uh, living within you and consider yourself alive to that reality. And, and we're, now, we're now free to obey where before we weren't. That's before right. all we could do, now there's God's restraining grace. He doesn't have us, you know, he restrains sin in a way that is very gracious and, and you could say in a theological term, a common grace. Yeah. But still, all we could do was do according to our fallen will, right. and that is to sin. That's all that yep. depraved humanity can do is sin. But now we've been given a new nature where we have the ability now to obey, where we didn't have that before. And so how we, what Paul speaks to in this is that we walk by the Spirit. We walk by our new life that we've been given. And by doing that is simply by believing that it's true. Yeah. And it's so, it's so simple. It's just like. It seems counterintuitive, right? (laughs) It's just like, I know. It's just like the gospel. It's so simple. It's like, you're telling me if I just believe, like, I'm saved? Right. And it's, yeah. It's that simple. Yeah, it's, it's that simple. It's, it's, you it's believe so childlike. That it's that simple, you, right? Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. You've been given a new nature. Yeah, I don't, and being given a new nature, you are now able to yeah, obey, and, and you, you walk according to that. And you trust in the Spirit to enable you to do that. Right. I want to add in something really quick, and I don't want to get off on a tangent. I'm not trying to derail it at all. But you can get so caught up in sitting there and going, well, do I feel guilty enough? Cause I just, I just fell into the sin of pornography and like, do I feel guilty enough? If, am I having uh, enough godly sorrow? Am I, am I stop doing that? You, you're never going to feel guilty enough for your sin. It's not possible. Um, 
you're you're not that you're not trusting in the sufficiency of Christ in that point. You're trusting in the sufficiency of your your, your sorrowfulness, works. your tears. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. cry enough tears over your sin. Um, you know, and I'm not saying you shouldn't. You know, there is such thing as a, as a, as a worldly sorrow that you need to be uh, uh, aware of. And look. You, you shouldn't be, if, if the only reason you feel guilty for pornography is because your wife got mad at you or something like that, that's a problem. But the bottom line is, is, is don't skew that passage and say, well, I've got to be upset enough because you never will be. It simply is, Sam, like you said, it it really is that simple. It's Believe the gospel. Yeah. So that, that kind of goes back to realizing that the confession then is that you don't care enough. <laughs> Like, like, I mean, confess our sins. Yeah. I mean, I always talk about that as like, you know, and this is really quick. I'll touch on this is you're like, well, I don't feel sorrowful enough. I don't, well then confess that sin. Yeah. Like your, your, your confession of sin never goes too deep. Yeah. Like (laughs) you'll never hit the bottom. Like, like in other words, there at my heart, I Lord, I desire things I shouldn't please forgive me and I don't care enough about it. Please forgive me. That is the confession we're talking about. Yeah. Any anyway, going back to um, um, you know, Paul later on in Romans six seventeen. But thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient from the heart to the standard of teaching to which you were committed, and have been set free from sin. Have be you you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of righteousness. Come on, man. I mean, we got these a are, new master. Yeah, that's right. Now you are a slave to righteousness. Um, when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. Uh, you, you know, but now that's that's turned. Now, now you're obedient to a new master, just as Sam said. Um, it's man, you have a new identity if you were in Christ. And so many times we fall into sin because we just simply don't believe it. We don't believe that we have victory in sin uh, over <laughs> in sin. We have victory <laughs> over sin in Christ. Um, and, and, and that's what, man, it's all of Christ and his work in you um, and what he's going to accomplish. Look to him. He has made promises. He has made great, great promises that you have a new identity in him. You are no longer you are no longer a slave to that sin. You are no longer bound in slavery to it. Now you, you can be obedient. And, and, and I know that, look, we still fight the flesh. We can go on and have a whole discussion about that. And, and maybe Sam will hit on that some and, and others, you know, what, I don't know why I just call out Sam because he's right across <laughs> yeah. from me. Um, well, I, I know that you're, you're like, we yeah. were talking about it earlier. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just joking. Um, but it's, it's the point of, uh, we still do have like that, that old nature that still is warring with us and, and, and we do have to battle it, but we battle it in faith yeah. and it's in faith to Christ. That's. So anyway, let's, let's talk about kind of like the new self and, and now we, we, we view ourselves as dead to sin. We, we put ourselves in that category. Okay, so how do we do that? Practically speaking, how do we, how do we get ourselves to where we think rightly of ourselves as being dead to sin, alive in Christ, 
alive to righteousness, uh, you know, able to be, to be able to not sin now. We, we can actually be obedient. We can actually have victory over sin. How do we get our minds, because this is a war in the mind, right? How do we think correctly? How do we renew our minds? Let's speak to that. Yeah, I mean, it, it simply comes down to taking God at his word. Yes. I mean, it's really that, it's really yeah. that simple. So often, people will try to complicate this battle. We'll try to complicate. Well, maybe that, that's not their intention. That might be a bad way to put it. But so often, it is complicated whenever it's so simple. And it's, what has God said? So the way our minds are renewed, the way that we start this battle, the way that we will ultimately have victory is through faith. It's taking God at his word and what he said yeah. and believing that. Right. And he will produce the fruit. He will work in you. Right. And yeah. so often we try to rely upon ourselves and, and think that it's all dependent upon us whenever really it's... Sanctification is monergistic, which means it's God's work in us. Yeah. And we just have to believe that. And yeah. believing that, trusting in him to do his work, which you he just, has promised to do, <laughs> is what right. accomplishes what he yep. has you, set out to do. You you just said something that uh, lit a fire on a lot of people. Hey. I agree with you, though. Yeah. I do. I, mean, I, I um, Anyway. <laughs> like It's kind of ridiculous. You know, people will say, okay, uh Everything up to sanctification is monergistic, and then they're like, okay, now now we got to work with God here. No, it's the same exact thing. It's always by faith. We start by faith, we run by faith, and we end by faith. I I absolutely agree with you. It's been something I've been saying forever. I mean, I just... I just think it's... To hear someone else say it out loud is nice. (laughs) And I don't want to neglect either. Um, One of the biggest weapons that you can use in this fight and that is, and it goes along again with faith, is prayer in faith. Uh, yeah. Pray the promises, bank on the promises, and pray as if the, as if you actually have the promise because you do. Yeah. Um, you know, you what are you gonna do? You gonna change your own heart? You can't do it. I mean, none of that's, us can. Yeah, that's the thing. You you have to. I mean, cry out to God for Him to change your heart and believe that He's going to do it because He's again banking on taking Him at His word, banking on His word. Because I mean, here's kind of the the sick cycle that that is pornography, and this is where you end up with it. Is um, this is why again renewing your mind, praying that your mind would be renewed is so important. Um. And doing it again in faith, not in the flesh, is because what pornography does is essentially what you fill your your mind with is what you desire, and what you desire is what you fill your mind with. It becomes just completely circular. Yeah, and you're, no, it feeds itself. It feeds itself, and without uh, a heart change that comes not from yourself because it can't again, but comes from. Uh, believing the promises of God, that's what's necessary to to fight the fight. It oh no, you're you're right. The thing is is like when we say like, okay, so I would say you need to take in all the promises of Christ in scripture. You need that scripture before your eyes. You need to read it. You need to believe it. It needs to be part of you. But here's the thing is is a lot of people go to scripture reading and memorization and they think that by their own efforts this is what's going to fix it. Again it has to be done in faith of who Christ is. 
that's the reason why you're reading scripture, right? Yeah. Like, really show me Christ. Point, yeah, yeah. Show me Christ. Show yeah. me my Savior. Go to scripture and don't look at, oh, I'm going to cure myself because I'm going to dedicate myself to A, B, C, D, whatever. Those things, like, I'm not saying don't dedicate yourself to scripture. My point is it must be done in faith. In other words, let me see Christ. I must see Christ. That's where my hope is. Exactly. That's where the, who's going to deliver me? Who's going to sanctify me? It's all in Christ. In John 15, he says, you know, he's given the disciples so much law before he leaves. It's the last supper. And he's saying, y'all love one another. That's law. Love one another. Love one another. And he keeps hammering yep. it. And then in 15, he says, you can do nothing apart from me. Mm-hmm. Abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. And then he gives this yep. great promise. Ask for any. When he talks about producing fruit and, and producing this fruit of loving, you know, your brothers in Christ and stuff. What does he say? He says, ask the father anything in my name and he'll give it to you. Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. Is is consider consider that you are connected to Jesus Christ. You're all of your nutrition as a branch connected to a vine to produce fruit comes from Him. Yeah, a branch doesn't struggle and fight to produce fruit. Yeah. It gets the nutrition to produce fruit. It can't help but produce fruit. Yeah. And it's not because of what the branch is; it's because of what the vine is. I, I've seen people totally misinterpret that passage, and what yeah. they'll say is, I. This is crazy, but hear hear me out here. I've heard people actually say that abiding in the vine means reading your Bible. And that is just to totally miss the point. Now, reading your Bible, hearing the word of God, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But to say that personal Bible reading or just Bible reading in general is going to cause you to abide in the the vine and therefore bear fruit is to totally miss the point. Jesus is the vine. We abide in him by faith. It's trusting in him. And so it's using the instrument God has given, which is his word to us. And and just misapplying it, misusing it. It's funny you say that because I did a sermon on that text one time and I, and a lot of the commentaries I read was saying that. And I was like, I can't put that in there. I don't believe it. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was interesting that they, they made that leap. I'm like, that's not in the context anywhere. (laughs) Like, like where are they getting this from? Um, so besides like the, the Christians, like the Christians at that time hardly even had Bible. Like they hardly had access to the scrolls. There wasn't even Bibles. It's like, let me call up Joe. That's responsible for the scroll. He's probably (laughs) and held up in some house. I don't even know because like he's hiding from like, it's it's crazy. It's yeah, no, I, I, I know to, to think that abiding Christ means, uh, you doing any kind of like work is insane. Like it, it doesn't even. How does that even? It's literally solve union with Christ. It's, 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 of union. it's, it's I, I, I almost make the argument that abiding in Christ is synonymous with resting in Christ, it's, it's, it which is, is synonymous yeah. with yeah. consider yourself yeah. dead to sin. Now, alive, now yeah. people would say, "Well, the word abide doesn't actually mean that." Oh, I understand. Like, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is the way that you abide in Christ, the way that you cling to Him, is literally rest. Yeah, rest from your own. Is that not what Paul says? Well, well that rest goes, from yeah. your own works. Yeah, like yeah. Y- y- that's not going to cure you. Like you must have, like Jesus. You know, he he says, like, hey, if if, if you're if you're down, if you're if you're weary and you're heavy laden, come to me, and what I will give you rest. 
And so we have victory in Christ, and it's not through our own efforts. Our efforts are in faith. There can be no other way. Hear me. I'm not saying sit on your hands and say, well, God, like, I'm not, like, I understand, like, the, like, this goes back to the fact that people say it's not monar. I absolutely believe it's monergistic. The whole thing is though, is that Christ is working in you have faith yep. that he works through means grab those means that he has given you scripture and everything else. The promises that he's given you hold on to them in faith. Mm-hmm. The point is it's yeah. in faith yeah. and, and who Christ is and not even, in who you are or what you're doing. Right. And even with that scripture of abide, you know, I just looked up the definition of the word abide, and it says to accept or act in accordance with. Okay, accept and act in the in, in accordance with what? Faith in the gospel, right? Not Bible reading, not yeah. Well, if I pray for five minutes a day, no, right? It's it's you're accepting the reality that Christ has died for you. And that Christ's righteousness fulfilled all of the law on your behalf, and you're trusting in that and its sufficiency for you. Yeah, and the and the only way that you know legitimate true fruit will be produced is by is by abiding in Him, is by trusting in Him and what He's done, not in anything that we do. And so the only way that we bear fruit and that we can truly obey from the heart is out of gratitude for what's already been done for us. Yeah. Thankfulness for, uh, for what Christ has done with you is, is, uh, you, yeah, you don't focus on the works. No, focus on Christ and the glory of the gospel and what he's given you. And, and let it just saturate yourself with the gospel so much that you're blown away by the fact that you, a rebel sinner, have been saved and redeemed by a holy God, that you, you deserve you deserve the worst of hell. And yet, yeah. God takes on flesh, comes down, takes the penalty for you, and not only that, his life that he lived is now yours. Preach, brother. And now... <laughs> That, man, (laughs) let that ring in your ears. Let that ring in your mind. When you're trying to focus your mind on things to think, set your mind on things above. That's above. The eternal things that God has given you in Christ, the eternal things. Set your mind on those things and, 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 and live in that, like in the promises of Christ, of who he is, and then... And, and man, you will, thankfulness and gratitude produces fruit. How could it not? I mean, how could you not like... It's our motivation. Yeah, I mean, it just, man, I, I could go on a tangent. But anyway... Um, we love because yeah. he first loved us. That's right. I mean, it, it brings it home. Like that that verse right there, yes, that's a great one. I love that. Um, yeah. um, also, because love summarizes the law. Yes. Love for God, love for neighbor. That's right. And so if we love because he first loved us, that is us <laughs> obeying God. Right. No, it's yeah. it's so good. And I think I think a good point to I'm assuming you're trying to wrap this up. A uh, good point to uh we're we're close. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I mean if yeah. this one goes a little longer, it's okay. I yeah. mean, it's a good it's a it's a I'm, important subject if we went over time. I'm sure nah, I'm fine. sure well yeah, and I'm sure we'll hit on this. I don't have a cutoff. Yeah, I'm sure we'll hit this subject 
Again. Sorry if you're bored. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, man, get on with it. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I was saying. But I was saying the, uh, and you should also, as a believer, I know this is a struggle I've dealt with personally, is is a lack of trust and a lack of faith in that you are forgiven. And that mm, when you ask good. for repentance, you, and then yeah. you s- still have that, I, mean, I know every guy struggle with this, is you fall into the sin and then you, be like, oh, you have the the guilt, and you pray for repentance, and you pray, you know, for forgiveness is what I meant, and then you continually pray and pray and pray and pray, instead of trusting that you are forgiven. And it sounds too yeah. good to be true, but it is true. You are forgiven. That's yeah. a promise. Well, made that's to you. that's why after all this, Paul says Romans eight, right, the very yeah. first verse. Yeah. Therefore, there is therefore now no, no condemnation yeah. for those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, and you should. For the law yeah. of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh yep. could not do, by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh. For and for sin, He condemned sin in the flesh, in order that the righteous requirement of law might be fulfilled in us oh, who yeah. walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Yeah, I mean, or go ahead. No, that's it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you you feel you feel guilty <laughs> yeah. because you are guilty. You are guilty. It's, yeah. Let's let's not just say, well, you can just just shove it off. No, no, no. You're guilty. We yeah. are guilty. Every every guy at this table, every every guy who has a heartbeat is guilty of 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 lust. I'm not saying every guy ever has been addicted to pornography, but definitely guilty of lust. But the here's the fact of the matter is is again what you just read for those who are in Christ there is therefore now no condemnation why because all of that guilt and all of that shame and all of the the the, the evil desires of your heart the the evil actions all of it was placed on Christ on the cross and he took he drank the cup of wrath yeah. to the dregs every single drop every every Consumed it. iota yeah. of of righteous hatred that God had for you, Jesus Christ took it upon himself. <laughs> I, did, I pointed a finger and I actually pointed at Matt. Yeah. So he was pointing at Matt. Yeah. It's true, man. It's yeah. true. It is true. Matt, but every single drop of wrath has been consumed by Christ. We're speaking to you and you only here. I'm starting to point fingers. But, but no, I mean, it's 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 true. And that's, that's the victory that we have is what Christ did on the cross, but also in his life. And now what he does before in heaven, now he intercedes for us. Guys, and I don't mind saying this, and, and I'm not talking, I'm talking about eternal things. I'm talking about spiritual things. Dear Christian, you cannot lose. I don't mind saying that. If you are in Christ, you cannot lose. What do I mean by that? You will be brought home. Yeah. You will be glorified. You will be perfected. Yeah. That is a promise you have in Christ. It is not in doubt. It is not to be wavered on. It is our hope. That is it. You have victory. The battle is won. You, Paul talks in past tense about us being glorified, right? Like yeah. it is set in stone, right? Yeah. And so like you cannot lose 
in, 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 in the things that matter. I'm not talking about political. I'm not talking about things that like, I'm not talking about the battle of sin. Yes. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to sin and you're going to need yeah. to call out to Christ. You're going to have to, you're going to need to set your eyes upon Christ for that again and again and again. But the point is, is you cannot lose in long run. Why? Because of what Christ has done, yeah. who he is, what he's doing now. It's your unity in Christ. What's that? And what he will do. Yeah, that's right. It's, yeah. it's the unity in Christ. And to hit home, to back up your point, even more of the unity in Christ, I want to go to John 17, the high priestly prayer. Yeah. He says, I do not ask for these, speaking of believers, uh, only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they also may be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. But the point that I'm getting at is, is almost is one of the most unbelievable texts in all of scripture. It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ is saying that we are so united with Christ that we share in the relationship yeah. that the father, the son and the Holy spirit have. How could you lose? You can't. Yeah. Uh, quick, quick thing I was thinking of, and for yeah, the and by the uh, sorry, just before ahead. before we move on, do not misunderstand what I'm saying. Do not see that, say, oh, that guy's saying that uh, I'll never lose anything in this world. No, no, I'm talking about ultimate, ultimate, yeah. eternal things that the promises that Christ has given you, they're yours. They are yours because Christ has made those promises, and He will succeed. Yeah, you might not. But he will. If he said it, it's as good as done. Yeah. So yeah. don't misunderstand what I'm saying that when I say we have victory and that you cannot lose as a Christian. What I mean is, is that because Christ's victory is your victory, the battle's already won. Yes. I yeah. just wanted to summarize that so people don't misunderstand. The, the, or the or the war's already won, although we may lose battles. Yes, it's we like might lose battles, but our, he has not. Exactly. Yeah. The no. war is won. That's right. So whenever yeah. you're, if you're discouraged, if you lose a battle, look back to Christ and see That's that right. he won victory for That's you. That's right. And in that, you have victory. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. exactly. You, yeah. That's it. I yeah. mean, and so, what was you going to say, man? I was just saying, and for the person who this is i think a struggle of every guy who's dealt with especially this sin is when you're beaten up by the guilt usually your reaction as humans is let me fix this i can't i can't pray i can't go read my bible because you just your thoughts are consumed by that guilt and that's the exact opposite reaction you should have your your reaction should be Mm. i need to run to christ I need to, that's right. So I need to, I need to immediately be praying and asking for his help. It's like, that's, that is your only help. Like there is no fixing yourself before you go to Christ. And there, and that, that guilt and that, and I mean, I think it's a spiritual battle of it's trying to pull you away from the promises of Christ when you should be even deeper into them. Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody who ever runs to Christ like when people see the the weight of their sin and they they see what their sin is and they know that they're guilty of it no one who ever runs from Christ runs to Christ will ever be denied no yeah. his arms are always open yeah Matt. believer and unbeliever that's oh, the, the same yeah. thing across the board applies is you constantly cling to Christ you brought up such a good point Matt in that um 
the and we can probably all speak from experience and, and and we do this with so many different kinds of sins also of like I messed up, I'm guilty, I've created a debt, let me work it off. Yeah. yeah. We you, place you ourselves back me, under a covenant and, and of words. You can't That's right. Do that when the reality is is is, is I want to go think of the passage where you have the the prodigal son who comes back and the first thing and dad I know me me and you have talked about this a lot that his his reaction is he, you know, he goes back to his father and he's like, I'm going to be a slave. And he goes up to his father and says, Dad, I will work for you. And, and his head basically has a reaction of none, none of that. I don't want to hear it. Get the ring. Get the robe. Let's have a party. My son is home. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and, celebrate. And for and we we think that's too good to be true. I mean, it is too good to be true. <laughs> Except it is. It is <laughs> yeah, true, right. though. Yeah. I always said the gospel is too good to be true. But, yeah, but it, it is, is. true. <laughs> yeah, we, we fall down our faces and go, but all this that I've done and all we can give to, we've talked about this other day, all you give to Christ is your sins. Yeah. You you bring nothing to him. Well, yeah. that yeah. Th- and, and that viewpoint also brings thankfulness, just like we were talking about. Yeah. Thankfulness produces obedience from the heart because it, it, it just, how can it not? Right, yeah. and and that thankfulness comes from even that thankfulness is a grace from God. He's he's producing that in you. Yeah, like even that fruit, it's evidence of your faith. That's right. You, you and know, so, you're believing what has been done, and you're thankful. Right, for it, and know? so yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like we could go on for hours on this yeah. subject. We could do a whole series on I, this. I, I do want to say, yeah. I do say just one one okay. last thing, and that is uh, what you t- what you talked about, Matt, about how sometimes or oftentimes really our proclivity after we sin is to run or to hide and to not come to God and confess our sins. It's Adam and Eve in the garden. Well, yeah, that, and we can't forget the fact that the accuser exists. Like Mm, we can't, I I just feel like we can't leave this conversation without saying that, that the powers of darkness exist and they are after us because they know that if they can whisper in our ear and tell us, don't go to God. He, he doesn't want to see you right now. He doesn't want to, uh, minister to you he wants you to fix yourself he wants you to hide yourself and put figs fig leaves on yourself because you have sinned what are you thinking going to him that is what the accuser says but that's the exact opposite of what we should be doing like you were saying matt and we have to we have to acknowledge we have to be aware Mm. of this battle that we face against the Mm. the powers of darkness and to put on the full armor of god when we are fighting this the shield of faith Right, yes. the belt of truth, yeah. the the like the the breastplate of righteousness. Like yeah. these are the things we have to remember. I'm sorry, I'm stumbling <laughs> over my words. <laughs> I've been doing this all day. I was telling them earlier. I've been stumbling. Wait, that was I've, the first one. That I, was the first I, one. I preached today, and I, from the beginning of the of the morning, I was stumbling all yeah. the way to now. I've been stumbling over yeah. my words. But anyway, we have to remember this this battle that we're facing, yeah. not just against our flesh, but against the powers of darkness, which come on, which, uh, fight for, <laughs> for encouragement with that. We know, we know based on scripture, God's what, what God even says to the, to Satan that accuses the, the Christian. And it's where, where's that yeah. passage? We talked about it Wednesday. Um, I'm going so blank, but it's basically Joshua standing before, before God and he's in dirty garments. He's, He's filthy, and 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 Satan is there at the right hand of, uh, of God to accuse Joshua and say, "Look at him; he's filthy." Um, and God essentially says, "Shut your mouth. Clothe him with with new 
clean robes. This is a brand that I've plucked from the fire, talking about yeah. Joshua. That's true of you, Christian, of you're a brand plucked from the fire. And, and, when, and when Satan stands to accuse you, the reaction um, that God has to Satan is, shut your mouth. Yeah. They're in my son. <laughs> like, yeah, there, there is. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, it, it goes, I mean, the, the, the truth is shuts, shuts the accuser's mouth. Yeah. Hopefully the point, the reason why we wanted to tackle this subject is because I know it's one that men deal with particularly because, um, obviously, I mean, it's, it's just what we deal with. And, and, and especially in the culture that we live in, it's so available. It's so that it, the world is trying to get you, into this and they are trying to put it in your face they are trying to lure you to entice you and and they celebrate these things now and 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 it's sorry i read i'm sorry i i read my story again and I oh. man hold on we're not even to that yet. yeah no it's okay uh, so anyway we, uh, we hopefully we're an encouragement to you if if you're if you've been struggling look we're we're we're, we're I don't want you to misunderstand and say, look, it's easy. No, we understand and, 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 and we understand the battle and we understand that, man, it's, it, it is a war. And uh, we just wanted to encourage you, dear believer, that is struggling with pornography or really any sin. Your victory is in Christ. Yeah. Your victory is already won. Trust in him. Trust in what he's done. Grab hold of it. And believe it, believe it. Just it, 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 it is your victory. That is where it's at. And so, hopefully, it was an encouragement to you. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we're running, we're running low on time, but maybe also uh, we can get a thing going where maybe we can post it on social media or something. I don't know, but uh, there's a lot of good, good resources just for for gospel encouragement. Um, the uh, what's that book of prayers called, Sam? Uh, Valley of Vision. Valley of Vision's fantastic. Also, a lot of uh, great uh, hymns that are gospel centric. So maybe we can we can post something like that. So keep an eye on our social media pages. Um, yeah, maybe maybe we'll post. We can maybe do. I something feel like, like we that. always say stuff like that. And we never do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, this time, well, this time we'll try. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 try. You cannot take us at our word like you can take God at His. <laughs> <laughs> take, take our word with a grain of salt. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, we're still um, figuring the whole social. We're media thing we're, out, we're, so. we're trying. Well, the truth is, is that um, I, I work a lot of hours a week, and we're just trying to to do what we can do, and and we we do want to expand, and and we want to add to what we're doing here, and because we've been encouraged, and 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 um, anyway, right? That's that's just that's coming. We'll get better. We're going to try and expand into other areas, and anyway, be looking for that. But for now. Do you want a quote? Yeah, I just wanted to finish with this quote, if that's all right. No. Like, let's, that, that'll let's be bring nail it in the coffin. Okay, that's Okay, it. so this is by Scott Hubbard. I just what found coffin? this on, on... What? What coffin? What? A coffin. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <don't worry>. um. <laughs> okay, so this is by Scott Hubbard. Uh, I just found it on Facebook. I'm, I'm actually not even really familiar with who Scott Hubbard is. He's probably a heretic, so, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, be careful here, because I genuinely do not know this guy. But it's a good quote, Yeah. so we'll okay. say it. However strong temptation seems and however weak we feel, we can kill sin and cleave to Christ. That's key right there, cleave to Christ. We can raise these weary feet and flee again. 
We can lift these tired arms and strike again. We can put our face in the Bible and our knees on the ground. We can say no to the loudest urges of the flesh and yes to the quietest promptings of the Spirit. And how can we do that? None other than in Christ. Yeah. No other way except for what he's done because of the, the new life we have been given and the power that we have in his spirit. Come on. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, so, by the way, I think that we have breaking news. <laughs> yes, it's that time again. Breaking news. We have stories. <laughs> men who do crazy no, things. Start, yeah. I don't know how long I should let this uh, play out. <laughs> just for like another 15 minutes. We'll just sit <laughs> in silence. Yeah, come on. Let's reach the two-hour uh, well, mark. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, this is just where we read stupid uh, <laughs> comment on things that we found online as far as stories of uh, men. Typically, it's men doing stupid things. Yeah, typically, it, it, it hails from Florida. I don't know. Like, I cannot find one that doesn't come from Florida. Yeah, they yeah, all Like, deal. it sends me to Florida well, you know every what? time. When you're general, I'm actually okay just, with that. So. Even when you, t- like, search it in general, it just comes It always, no, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I've it's tried like, to get away from it's Florida. It's like, oh, you're talking about Florida people? <laughs> 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 like, uh, no, yeah. I wasn't, but uh, here we go. All right. So, who wants to start off? Okay, I'll start off. Okay. <laughs> I don't really have the story because the website I went to, it's just the heading of it. For some reason, it won't let me click on it. Well, maybe it will. Hold on. Okay. So, Florida. Oh, no. I don't know why. We can read like later on story around this. This will be good. Yeah. Well, there is a picture that goes along with this that's it hilarious. Awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. Florida man tries to rob GameStop while wearing transparent bag on his head. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. There's a picture of this guy, and you can totally see through this okay. bag. You know how they Dude, got him, awesome. right? How is, is he passed out before? He made the store for like a Are you serious? No, I'm just. Oh my goodness! It's not just I like wish yes. y'all could see this right so, now. So, so you might be thinking, oh well, you know, bags they can be kind of transparent, but they're kind of white. So it kind of no. No, this is too this this thing. <laughs> Is as clear as glass. Like I don't know what kind of bag this is, it's but like Ziploc bag over his head yeah. type deal. Plus, I don't know what he's robbing from GameStop. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. That just reminds me of like COVID time. You remember people wearing yeah. like wacky stuff on their heads? Yeah. Like there's face shields and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And, and there was like videos going around, people like videoing people in grocery stores of like dude has Man. like cut out watermelons. <laughs> just like I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, what? <laughs> Here's the thing. GameStop's not even doing that well anymore. <laughs> yeah, so there's not going to be cash in the register. You mean they're getting hard copies of games? <laughs> like, it's not everything digital now. I mean, and here's Give the funny me thing all your is, 360 games. I want them I'm, all. <laughs> I, I'm just laughing because he might have just grabbed all of the, uh, you know, the, the packages of games off the shelf, which we all know are empty. <laughs> oh, so. yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> a, a guy who wears a clear bag on his head to rob a store Probably is did. definitely grabbing yeah, empty yeah. stuff. He's grabbing like the empty boxes of PlayStation Five yeah. off the shelf. It's it's oh, like man. the story of the dude who went into the gas station. True story too. And he puts a twenty down, and 
when they opened the drawer, he like grabs the register and runs off and he left the 20 on the counter and he stole $19. (laughs) 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 They ended up making money off of it. Yeah. Well, there's a loss of the register, I guess. Wait, was that in Florida too? The drawer. Oh, the drawer. I got you. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where it was. (laughs) That is hilarious. hilarious. People aren't smart. Man. Well, that's nutty. If I was going to rob a store, no, just (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'd do it with an opaque bag over my head. <laughs> <laughs> with breathing holes. Yeah, yeah. breathing holes. Yeah, oh, the yeah. breathing holes are big enough to like see your face too. <laughs> it's just a big hole in the bag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like people who cut like uh, a hole in their face mask for COVID. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the best thing ever. I love that. That's that's so funny. Yeah. All right, who's next? I mean, I guess I'll go yeah. next. Okay, go for All it. right, here's the headline. Florida man pretends to be firework, screams noises in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And so to honor, you know, 4th of July was recent. So I looked up one about 4th oh, of July. So supposedly, I won't read the whole story. It's kind of long. But he was going down this canal or something in the city in Cape Coral and was screaming firework noises and then they specified <laughs> towards the end of the article what the noise some woman came out this is all on security footage too so there's actual video of this oh yes and a woman comes out and screams shut up at him and he screams back firecracker firecracker <laughs> boom <laughs> and, then, and then she screams shut up again and he says bottle rocket <laughs> <laughs> so his whole point was he said he was fed up with all the loud noises at night and was trying to show people fire how cracker, <laughs> I, like, I kind of like this guy no I'm thinking yeah. you know what I imagine was him going down the canal and he's like screecher here's at 3 a.m too of all no, here's, here's 3 a.m that's awesome. awesome man you know it's it's kind of crazy because I'm pretty sure that's where they launched the shuttles when they were launching them yeah I think so and so that's in Florida you got NASA like in in this guy's yeah it's like yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> you've got like this high high like you know level of uh, of intelligence and like you know all this stuff like that's going on right down the street launching shuttles into space yeah, yeah. And, and this guy's like uh, the paradox here <laughs> it's like man oh they never right. they never found the dude they actually went door to door. They said in the neighborhood, no one admitted to being. <laughs> it, hold on, I mean, look, of it. The, uh, hold on. L- let me get this right. The guy's just going down the street in the middle of the night, acting like a firecracker, and you're telling me that warranted them to go knock on doors the next day to try and find the guy? <laughs> like yeah. that serious? Let, let, me, let me ask you this. Went. Oh, okay. let me ask you this. Would you want to find the guy who's doing it? I, I, I certainly would. Here's, I would like to the hear thing. the noises that he's making. Here's, a, here's the thing. They were fed up when he tried to replicate the smoke bomb and he goes, <laughs> 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 that, was, that was the last it was draw. So, yeah. It was so disappointing to him. He's like, smoke bomb. So, they were like everything else was good. Yeah. That it was so disappointing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, arrest him. I'm just saying. Like, I just imagine this dude's like spot on with his firework impressions. This just I just I do too. Like, no, that'd be great. And then he's like, green smoke bomb. Shh. 
<laughs> See, people think he was protest like just frustrated at them shooting fireworks late at night and keeping him up. Actually, he was just trying to show them how good of an impersonator. He was. <laughs> right. He's like he's like Roman Candle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just yeah. a little glitter here and there. <laughs> Oh, sparklers. Nice. Sparkler. Yeah, they a difficult one. Oh, good, good stuff. <laughs> good just stuff. A, just a slightly Full louder one. shh. <laughs> I mean, if the guy was really committed, he would have lit himself yeah, on fire, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I am the firework. <laughs> I am a sparkler. That's no. awesome. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. All right. Let's go. Okay. Florida man throws Christmas tree at wife after a food fight. Hold on. Like, they have a food fight first. A Florida man was arrested after police said he threw a Christmas tree at his wife after she asked him to help with dinner. <laughs> wow. According, <laughs> according to a, a, a Fruitland Park police report, Richard, 52, said he lost his temper after his wife slammed a utensil into hot food and the food splashed on him on Monday. According to the report, he packed his things and said he was leaving, but instead he told his wife she should leave. When she attempted to leave, the victim said he blocked the door. The victim said she sat in the living room with a friend, and Richard picked up the tree and threw it at her. It snapped in half. (laughs) Then the victim called the police. Snapped in half? (laughs) How hard do you have to throw a Christmas tree for it to snap? There was a friend there, too. (laughs) Watch it all. Like, this, I'm this, just trying to figure oh, this one out. Like, well, okay. Oh, oh, all, so it wasn't an actual food fight. So first, oh of, yeah, yeah, he definitely. This dude okay, had, so he looks like Santa. It <laughs> <laughs> does look like Santa. But You're like, missing uh, the point of Christmas. <laughs> but a, but <laughs> a cracked out version of him. So yeah, he definitely it had jolly. He, he's 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 pretty old in this picture. So he either has old man strength or drug strength, and he he manned the Christmas tree all that's the way awesome. across the living room. It is it is kind of. I mean, it's, it's you know, I mean, yeah, we can laugh at that. It's sad that that's the state of his marriage, obviously. But yeah. man, the fact that he picked up a Christmas he tree clearly man, doesn't listen that's to our manly. podcast. That is manly. <laughs> yeah. If How he wasn't she throwing it at help? anybody, I would be like, that's pretty manly. Snap yeah. that sucker in half. Not, yeah. <laughs> Oh, right, so that's that's just too funny. The fact that it was over, she's like, "Hey, help me with dinner," and he's like, "No." no. Well, she did slam a utensil down, and hot food got all over him. That sounds like an excuse. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't sound like that. It's not worth a Christmas tree, though. No, no. Also, I just how I do would, you throw a Christmas tree? I just I'm imagine being around. the friend there that's watching all this go down. They're like throwing food at one another, and he's like, "I'm getting the tree." <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how you go that. Yeah, no, that route. I'd leave. There's no way. I'm just trying to imagine what it's like. Ornaments, lights, branches, uh, we, trunk. Hey, hey, we know better than that. There was flying through the, the air. <laughs> it was a it was a real tree with no decorations. We know what it was. Yeah, he yeah. just chopped. That'd be crazy if he snapped that thing. Yeah, it's true. It's wild stuff, man. Um, okay, so I. Uh, you know, you know, it's good that we do these ones on on men, but you know, let's not leave out the women too. So I've got one of uh, a couple, uh, okay. both a man well, and go. a woman. The man is the main character, but hey, let's let's not forget the women here. Man's always okay, the main so character. Pair, so a couple spent two days locked in unlocked closet. <laughs> a Florida man and woman spent two days trapped in what they what they said they believed to be a locked closet until police let them out and discovered that the door was actually never locked. 
And then it says, uh, after they opened the door for the woman and man, a police officer checked if the door would lock on the inside. An officer went into the closet, closed the door, and found it had, in fact, been unlocked the whole time. Police said they found in the closet human feces and a scoring pad, the latter of which is commonly used to smoke crack cocaine. But no drugs were found. <laughs> <laughs> so they did them all. Yeah. Uh, wow. Dude, that's wild. They two just, days in a closet. Two, two days in a closet yeah. were defecating in there doing who? Man. That's, that's terrible. That's wow. crazy. Two whole days in a closet. I wonder how big that closet was. Probably not that. All the wall unlocked. Yeah. I just ran across another story, and I don't have the full story, but here's the headline. Florida man breaks into jail to hang with friends. <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely hope that's man. real. That's awesome. That is a bromance <laughs> if I've ever heard one. Yeah. He didn't Dude. like their visiting hours. <laughs> he created his own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just scrolling down these, and there's so many. Florida man hides in swamp after high speed. Police chase. You guys see the picture? Gets stuck and licked by police dog. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! This is why we need a camera, man. Like he's yes. in. He's in the swamp, and it's just his face. Oh my goodness! That's exposed. If you got, if you got social media, you need to post yeah. this one or something. You, people the, have to see this man, to understand. If that's not the slew of despondency, I don't know. <laughs> in John relation Bunyan. to our topic yeah. today, here's a picture explaining all, <laughs> and that'll you, that'll do it for uh, breaking news. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, that's that's all we got. Um, join us next week. <laughs>